we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. National Eat Your Vegetables Day, Sean. Did you know that? Today is? Yeah, National Eat Your Vegetables Day. I'll plan my menu accordingly. Fact or bullcrap? Eat Your Vegetables Day no edition. Are you ready? I guess. What do you know about vegetables? I like some of them. Which ones? Broccoli, salad, corn, corn, potatoes, carrots. Carrots are good. According to a new study out last week, America's favorite vegetable is carrots. Is that fact or bullcrap? That is not true, Sean. Yeah, I'd say bullcrap. Broccoli, which was surprising to me because I thought it would be carrots or corn. And it's by far, by the way. Like, it's a huge gap. It's, it's, It's not even close. Broccoli, number one. Corn next, then carrots third. Got that one right, Shaw. So you know, you know. It's amazing to me that broccoli is number. I mean, right. I just couldn't believe it. I thought maybe potatoes. You know, French fries. And <laughs> you're kind of missing the point. French on fries, the, on the <laughs> like you know, French there. fries. You know, when you put in fat and hash, brown, I have to think we eat a lot fries. more potatoes I than we do broccoli. So. Vodka, you make it into chips. You know, vodka. Uh, National Eat Your Vegetables Day. It's uh, a vegetable edition of Factor Bullcrap. The watermelon. Is the official state vegetable of Oklahoma? Is that fact or bullcrap? I can believe that. Let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Classified as a fruit everywhere else, but in 07, the Oklahoma legislature voted to make it the state vegetable. Their reasoning was that watermelons are related to cucumbers, which are usually classified as a vegetable. <laughs> Oklahoma just doing its own damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Everybody else can call them fruit. We're calling them vegetables. We don't care. Uh, eat your vegetables day here on the morning sickness. Fact of bullcrap, Shaw. The first vegetable that was grown, harvested, and eaten in space mm. with Matt Damon's poop <laughs> saw that movie. was lettuce. Is that fact or bullcrap? Seems like an easy one to do, Shaw. Yeah, let's say fact. Hoo-ha! 2015, astronauts on the space station ate some red lettuce that they grew up there. They'd grown other vegetables before, including potatoes, but they'd never eaten them. Ah. Uh. scientific studies. They apparently. taste different. They probably, well, you got to crush up your pills, right? Wasn't that what you ran out of Flunks mayonnaise? Right past your face. You're trying to grab it. It's Matt Damon past. ran out of mayonnaise or ketchup, so he was crushing up his codeine pills, I think, and putting it on his potatoes. Back to bullcrap. His poop potatoes. Vegetable edition. Florida grows more vegetables than any other state. Is that fact or bullcrap, Shaw? I will say bullcrap, bull yeah. Hoo-ah. More fruit, probably. I say Iowa, probably. Roughly 40% of our vegetables are grown in California. Mm. Florida and Minnesota are next at about uh-huh. 7% each, by the way. 7%. Think about that. California, California producing 40%. And they, the really, rest is- they really do. They really do. You're shooting for 100 here, Shaw. You got four right. This is the final question. You know your veggies, Shaw. Let's see if you're batting 1,000 today. Ready? I'm ready. How are you feeling? A little tired, but no let's pre- go. No pressure. <laughs> According to the USDA, half of your plate should be covered in fruits and vegetables. Is that fact or bullcrap? Well, yeah, they probably want us to. I'll say fact. But less than one in ten Americans meet the recommended two to three servings of vegetables a day. We suck. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I had a twice-baked potato. That counts, right, last night with the steak? That's not one in ten. It's less than one in ten. Some sautéed green beans, Shaw, and little mushrooms with the steak. Look at that. I nailed it. I had like a day early even. I had some potato olays yesterday. Does that count? Speaking of deep fried potatoes. they were delicious. Oh, they were. They were. Especially <laughs> with that cheese on the side. Counts, right? That doesn't count, does it? Mm. No. I got a couple of oranges here. I might have one of them. That's not a That's vegetable. That's not a vegetable. But mm-hmm. You batted a thousand on vegetable, Shaw. Good for you. 
The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. It may be on your bucket list to join the Mile High Club, but maybe you should wait until you have your own private plane to do Mm it. Mm. 48-year-old Enrique Gonzalez from California, he and his wife Gladys took a flight from Los Angeles to San Antonio. After the plane took off, Enrique started joining the Mile High Club with himself. Oh, oh. His wife joined in to briefly lend a hand. Oh, that's... But Enrique (laughs) apparently did the vast majority of the work on his own. (laughs) Either way, another passenger saw the entire thing. usually how it goes, Shaw. Told flight attendants, and when the plane landed, Enrique was arrested. Sounds about right. Could have gotten up to 90 days in jail, but the judge was nice enough to recognize it was a, quote, one-time mistake. Let him off with a $500 fine. I'll just Look, handle this not, here myself. You're not going to do the effort. If you're not going to put the oh, effort in, then fine. I'll just do it myself. I'll just, okay, I'll I'll do this. How's this? Is this helping you at all? Is this adding to it? You want to make eye contact? <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what you need? <laughs> and there's been a serial pool float burglar in oh. Florida for the past several months. Uh, is he humping him? Uh, now we finally know who he is and the messed up reason he's been stealing these floats. For the past seven months, police have gotten more than a dozen reports of someone breaking into their pools, but only stealing the pool floats. He's humping them. They finally got their break in the case when they stopped a 35-year-old man named Christopher Monin, who was riding his bike with a large garbage bag filled with deflated pool floats. <laughs> How many? They, uh, well, Deflated? Uh, yeah. He pops a hole in them? No, he just lets the air out, so it's easier, easier to, to transport. Carry. Hey, stuff them all in one he bag. He admitted that he you was the... when you want to make the love to him, you inflate them. He admitted that he was the pool float burglar and also explained to police why... He steals pool floats uh, because he has a fetish for them and loves having sex with him. Yeah, yeah just he should just. Police do searched that his then. house, found seventy-five pool floats of all shapes, sizes, 75. and colors. Like the big unicorn, the big blow-up unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw on the story that I read that he had one that looked like a, a bacon. Yeah, there's a bacon one and a watermelon-shaped float. So different types of floats uh, evoke different kinds of emotions. Apparently. A different kind of date Depending night. on his mood. Different kind of wine. You know, those ones with the cup holders. What kind of wine do you pair with that float? Sean, when you're humping it. 75 of them. I don't know, Brian. He's not hurting anybody. I mean, that's really, really weird. But have at, maybe if he does that, Shaw, he leaves people alone. Yeah, that could be. You know what I mean? Like maybe that. We should just let him do his thing. Kind of, sort of. Maybe, maybe just buy him some pool floats, and he'll be good for. He's a while. got seventy-five to choose from. Yeah. Does he need to keep does going? He, how many is too many? How many? <laughs> right. is, at what point do you say, okay, I have enough? Now I'm you're a, a hoarder. I've completed the set. I caught all the Pokemons, right? Watermelon, though, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Does he just? Like fill them all up and then leave them on the floor and then he just rolls around on them like there's an orgy or something a pool it. float orgy. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Come on, Shaw. What's he doing? Oh, it's really endless here. There's a rubber ducky. There's a shark. Ooh, that was a popsicle. There's I'm a Wednesday. I'm, flag. I'm assuming you got to use a lube on crab, these things, right? Donut. You got you to like get some kind of cable. There's a puppy dog. Shaw. There's an octopus. I mean, but it really is on. There's, oh, nights, there's yeah. eggs with the bacon. He has, doesn't have the eggs yet. Oh, he hasn't completed his set. Oh, is that why? All right. Hamburger. I can understand completely. Emoji. I understand that. Eggplant. Makes sense now. As a collector, it's important. Yeah. yeah you don't want to have, uh, you know. The poop emoji. You don't want to have 99 of 100 Ooh. baseball cards. There's a casket. Mm-hmm. There's a, a gen- casket. Whoa. A boobs. A yeah, inflatable boobs, yeah. jet ski. A pineapple. An avocado. Yes. He really, honestly, he just, he's, he's, just not, he's, he's not there. Flamingo. He's a collector. Dinosaur. Don't rainbow. Strawberry. Too, pizza John? slice. Uh, yeah, those seams can yeah, be Yeah, the little, seams can be real razor sharp. Dragon. You know, they're exactly. plastic. You can cut yourself. Very be sensitive careful. sensitive bits Taco and pieces. Taco sauce. 
There's a taco sauce package? A mermaid, root beer float. I mean, it really... At least he's mixing it up. He's not just going for the rubber duck, you know? This looks like Tetris. Is he doing it in the privacy of his own home, too? Yes. Yeah. No harm, no foul. So I'm saying we buy him some floats and he's good for a while. Yeah, just, leave him alone. That's you know, guy. get that guy for Christmas that. every year. Right, Sean? <laughs> Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. We've talked about uh, what side of the bed you sleep on before, right, Shaw? Uh, my sl- side, actually. It's the side I sleep on. We had that story about the guy who asked, on, I think it was a Reddit thing, a Reddit thread, where he right. says, we just swap sides every once in a while. Right. And I it said, seems... what kind of mutant are you? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just freakishly weird. You just, you get a Everybody side. Gets a side. And that's what my you My pillow's on my side of the bed. Right. My side of the bed is the same side I sleep on when we go in a hotel or in a camper or wherever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand the, just uh, at rando, you know, like, oh, I felt like sleeping on this side of the bed today. Even when your wife's not around, Shaw, you still stay on your side That's of the bed, true right? True enough, I do. Yep. Gene, I mean, I think we're all in agreement. Uh, I might lay sideways and kind of take. Well, you might take a little more room, but you're not moving over to that side of the bed. You're no, not like not. envious of that side. Like a new nightstand and a new light. Right. What are you right. talking about? That's an exact copy of the one on my <laughs> side, right? A replica. Uh, top reasons we prefer the left or right side of the bed, Shaw. A new survey asking 2,000 Americans why you choose one side of the bed over the other. Okay. Uh, People were allowed, by the way, to give more than one answer. It wasn't just like pick one answer. Um, Here are the top five reasons we prefer one side of the bed over the other. Uh, Number five, I like to sleep against a wall. 18% of people. Mm. We were doing some measurements yesterday at our potential new uh, resident, Shaw, trying to figure out what's going to fit in the bedroom. Closest to the door. Yeah. I want closest to the exit. Um, Yeah, Gene, got to get out. (laughs) Closest to the exit. Captain Escapo. (laughs) Uh, Gene and nobody else first. Top reasons we prefer the left or right side of the bed. Number four, better view of the TV, Shaw. Yeah. 25% of people. Angle. Ours is right there in the middle uh, in the wall, so both of us have a pretty good view of it, unless the dog's standing around on the bed. I don't have a TV in my bedroom. That's not abnormal, I think. Okay, good. I think that's kind of the... I think most people are... You're supposed to not have a TV because it's for bed and sex, and that's... Or just bed, really. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I forgot you're married. Uh, Better access to the nightstand. Well, you only have one nightstand? What kind of freak are you? I have to reach over night- the top of you to put my glass of water down? No. What kind of people only have one nightstand? Well, it depends on the size of your room. Or yeah. really small. One nightstand? Really small. You can put all the really remotes small. and everything on there. Uh, my partner prefers the other side. 31% of people she said that was... In and- yeah, look, yeah, they well, just... whatever. When we moved in, that There's was the one he wanted. And- yeah. True enough. <laughs> Uh, and number one on the list of reasons why we prefer the left or right side of the bed, it's easier to get in and out of bed on that side, closer to the door, 40% of people. Yeah, that's that, that's yes. my thing. I wake up much earlier than him. I'm not, right. you know what I mean? The closest to the door makes sense for us. Yeah, me too. For me, it's because I'm on the side that's closer to the air conditioning and the fan. <laughs> Noise and cool. Yeah, the, the, the ice cold air blowing directly mm-hmm. on me, Shaw. Uh, also, according to this survey, they found out that people who sleep on the left side of the bed Am I'm I looking at it? Is this stage right or stage left? How I'm assuming if you're, lo- if you're at the foot of the bed and you're looking at it, the left side would... Okay. That's All my right. side. Uh, <laughs> it's my side too, Shaw. <laughs> I'm a right side sleeper. Uh, so you two, according to this survey, uh, the researchers found out that you two uh, tend to like beer more than wine. <laughs> I like them both. That's dumb. Listen to oldies music, prefer dramatic movies, and lean left politically. That sounds like you, Shaw. Does it? Damn libtard. And uh, right-side sleepers are more likely to be wine drinkers. I'm out. Listen yeah. to rock music. I'm in. Prefer action movies. I'm still in. Yep. See, that's, and lean right politically, Sean. Yeah, no, let's see. That's dumb. It's kind of painting with a big brush there, isn't it? Isn't it, it? I mean, very yeah. big. 
That's something you libtards would say. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) That's fake news. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. My name is Michael Emperick with Guinness World Records in New York City. So today this was an official Guinness World Records title attempt for largest underwater cleanup. The mark to beat was 614 people that was set in Egypt in 2015. I counted everyone going into the water. (laughs) You had 633. Now what they don't tell you is only 620 of them came out. Sharks had a feeding frenzy. Shark. Sharks in the so, water. This is a bunch of scuba ah, divers in uh, Florida, Florida on, on Saturday, Shaw, and they broke the world record for largest underwater cleanup. They all had to be in the water yep. cleaning it up at the same time in order to qualify, yeah. and they did. Previous record was in Egypt in 2015, 614 divers. They topped it by uh, about 20. Uh, no official total yet on how much trash they cleaned up. But, but they were right next to a pier and pulled out about 1,600 pounds of lead fishing weights alone. Just the lead fishing weight, Shaw. Well, good for them, but is this something you brag about to friends and so forth? Well, You know, as part of a Guinness record yes. for the most underwater cleanup. So. Well, what? you bragged about your buddy in his diaper on the radio. People brag about stuff, Shaw. Right? right? Stuff happens. That's a better Guinness world record than some of them. Yeah. I mean, at least that's doing something for other people, Shaw. You get there's a good, the longest fingernails. Yes, or something. yeah. yeah. Oof, you know, that's just weird and there's also creepy. A, a but new, this helps other people. There's speaking of pointless records, Shaw. On, uh, you know, in the Guinness Book of World Records, this one, the guy with the blueberries. Did you see this guy? No, I did not. How many blueberries can you put in your mouth, Shaw? At one time. At one time. Is this the marshmallow Today, I'm thing? Going for the Guinness World Record for the most blueberries stuffed in the mouth. Now, the previous record is held by Maxi Mouth out of India at 86. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. Oh, man. You just, that that one, you just pour them in. All right. I was choking a little bit, but I wasn't going to swallow any. Come on. So 124 blueberries stuffed in my mouth. Oh. 22 more were in there, but they don't count because they got smushed. This was not a fun record, but I crushed the previous record of 86. So there's that, Shaw. So he has to, by the way, in order to count, they yeah. have to spit. He had after he had they them pour in his them all mouth. in, then he spits them out, and if okay, they're one, smushed, two, they don't three, count. Right, so yeah. they had to be examined. Two of his original total were disqualified for breaking, leaving him with 146 for the record. So at least those scuba divers are doing something for the true the, the entire world. I feel bad for the uh, people who work for Guinness and have to certify these people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And okay, I I'm going to count the things that you spit out of your mouth. Ready? Go. One, two. I don't know if that was what an official job thing either, though. I don't think he had a Guinness person there. It sounded like he was just doing his own YouTube thing. Oh. <laughs> well, then it's not going to be official. But. So in terms of pointless records, the blueberries in the mouth yeah, is definitely right up, up there. there. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. The website Thrillist.com made a list, and as lists are bound to do, yeah. Here we go. has stirred up a controversy, Shaw, of the top 100 movie quotes of the 21st century. So that would be what, 2000 to 2019, right? That's mm-hmm. the 21st century? Correct. Um, some of these are... I, I, number 89. Oh. We're going to start low on the list okay. here. We're not going to run through all of them, but uh, number 89 on the list, I am Groot. Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. 2014. Okay. Kind of new. People know it. 
They know it. You got a hundred quotes. You got to stick it somewhere. Yep. Right, Shaw. I guess. Well, it's story been of through your all the story movies, of your life too. All the Guardians. Yeah, that's movies. the only thing. He says, says, right. I am great. Right. Right. He's playing the video Baby game. Groot. I am great. Uh, number seventy-three. This one's way too low for me. You gonna eat your tots? Napoleon Dynamite. Two thousand and four. Hey, this and is like that's not good, even just like a good practice for the movie quote thing. It's not even the best quote in that movie. No, it's not. You gonna eat your tots? Vote for Te- Pedro. Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. Hurts. Okay, you are gonna take forever yeah. if you yeah, don't yeah. keep going. Uh, number seventy-two on the list, Sean. Yes. This one not surprising that it's uh, on the list, but again, really low. I have had it with these mother <laughs> snakes on this mother plane. That's a good one. I don't think anything really sums up. The first uh, 19 years of this century, better than that quote. <laughs> I've had it with these mother effing snakes on this mother effing plane. Snakes on a plane, 2006. Yep. Number 59, even though I'm not a big fan of the movie, way too low. It's just too important to people. Just keep swimming. Oh, finding Nemo? Finding Nemo. I mean, a mantra, really. Yeah. Just keep swimming. Just found out they're going to do a prequel set 64 years before the originals. I volunteer as tribute. From the Hunger Games, Jennifer Lawrence. That was number uh, 55 on the list of the 100 greatest movie quotes of the 21st century. Spider-Man. This one's been said before, though. With great power comes great responsibility. 2002. That's a pretty important quote. This one's funny. Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Not the bees. Not the bees. From the Wicker Man, the reboot, the the remake that he did. Uh, uh. This one again, too low. Number 32 on the list, Shaw. It's the effing Catalina wine mixer (laughs) from Step Brothers. And that's probably the best quote from that movie, I got to be honest. I mean, there's some good ones in there. But it's the effing Catalina wine mixer. Rock the F out of those drums, Dale. There's some good ones. But you say that and everybody knows Catalina wine mixer, where that comes from. Uh, again, really low on the list. Number 27 from The Dark Knights, The Joker, the pivotal uh, role played by Heath Ledger. Why so serious? Mm-hmm. How'd you get those scars? Again, too low. I don't know how this one's not in the top 10. Everybody was saying this when the movie came out. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, 2001. You shall not pass. Everybody was saying it. It was like Austin Powers mm-hmm. for a little while there, Shaw. This one, I'm not a fan of the movie, but Gene can relate. From the movie Sideways in 2004, number 19. Yeah. If anybody orders Merlot, I'm leaving. I'm not drinking any effing Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, uh, you got to put this one somewhere. I guess 18 is not a bad spot for it. Taken. Particular set of skills. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Mm-hmm. I will That's a find long you. Quote. But I, the, 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 I, I will find, find you and I will kill, kill you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really the quote. Yes. Right? This one's good. It became a meme, very popular meme on the internet, Shaw. Look at me. I am the captain now, Captain Phillips. Oh, yeah. The, the Somali pirate movie. The, yeah, the pirate movie, 2013. I'm uh, your captain now. <laughs> this one, I is again, they got this all wrong. This is not the best quote from this movie. Borat, 2006. Number 15 on the list of the 100 greatest like. movies. No, they went with my wife. That's not even the best one from the movie. High five. U.S. and <laughs> Very nice. I mean, he said so many good ones in there. My wife is the is the one you chose? Come on, man. Uh, Gladiator shows up, I think, twice uh, in the top 15 or 20. Gladiator makes the, uh, uh, the list. Are you not entertained? Maximus out there. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Are you not entertained? That's number uh, 14 on the list. 
Elf on the list. No big surprise from 2003. Oh, wait, which one? What? Again, again, I don't what? know if this is the best one from the movie. You sit on a throne of lies. Well, that's good. That's good. But it's how would you pick? There's a 20. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> um, We'll get into the top 10 now, Shaw. This is where things start to fall apart for this list. It gets real bad. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. From the movie The Room, which is that Tommy Wiseau guy, and they yeah, made the parody with James Franco. Why is that even on the I list? I don't know. Because it's such a cult classic, I guess. I don't know. I, I've never watched it, so therefore it doesn't qualify for top 10, Shaw, in my opinion. Miami Vice. I don't know how what? a quote from Miami Vice, a terrible movie with Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. I don't know how it made the list, but it did. No, it didn't. 2006, number nine on the list. I'm a fiend for mojitos. Okay, have you whatever. ever heard anybody say that before, Sean? Ever? Ever? Have you ever heard anybody say that? In reference to that movie? Nope. Uh, no big surprise. Anchorman made the list. Boy, that escalated quickly. Okay. Now, see, that's you use that all the time. Use it all the time, Shaw. Boy, and it's is. a huge meme on the internet, yes. so that's got a yeah, lot of staying power. Yes. 2004, that's number eight on the list. Training Day from 01, Denzel. King mm. Kong ain't got bleep on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Fast and the Furious at number six. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Vin Diesel. Okay. Eh. I guess Spaz says that, but. This one is a good quote, but I wouldn't put it in the top ten, and it certainly wouldn't be number five. From the social network, the Facebook movie, Shaw. Yeah. A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. I think Timberlake said that. He was playing the... I saw the movie, but I don't remember He was that playing quote. the Napster guy. I think in order for these to... They have to be things that people say all the and time. And they're not. They're, they're really not. Right. Number four, for Mean Girls, there's a lot of funny quotes in there. Fetch. Stop trying to make Fetch a thing. It's not happening. Uh, she doesn't even go here. This was at the end of the movie when they're all talking about their feelings and the guy yells out... I don't, I, again, I don't know how this made okay. number four. Uh, this one's a big one, Shaw. Even though we may not say it, it was huge. Brokeback Mountain, 05, mm-hmm. number three on the list. I wish I knew how to quit you. Yeah. The Cowboys and the Hug. Yeah. Uh, this, I don't... The Devil Wears Prada, number two. Didn't see it. Florals for spring, groundbreaking. Oh. Okay. The wheels have completely fallen <laughs> off the bus on this mm-hmm. list. I don't okay. know how that what's movie the- made the top 100 or that is number two. I mean, it's just Okay, wrong. what's number one? Number one, this one is a good one, but I would not put it at number one. That's just me. I drink your milkshake. I drink it uh, up. That's pretty good. There will be blood. Mm-hmm. 2007. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, I. Well, it's thrillist, right? That's yeah, that's what so, you said. So there, take that with a grain of salt, Chads. It is what the it is. top 100 movie quotes of the last uh, yeah, 19 I, years. That's not what my list would look yeah, like. Yeah, but that's not all right. even not even close. It's a talking point. See, of course, I didn't see half of those movies because they're stupid. I don't know. said Devil Wears Prada. What right. are you doing? I know. What, what kind of person makes that the number two quote? Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. What do you know about Michael Jordan, Shaw? I think a fair amount. He was drafted on this day by the Chicago Bulls 35 years ago in 1984. Mm. Was it the number one pick, though? Fact or bullcrap? Michael Jordan edition, Shaw. Okay. He was the number one draft pick that Ah. year. Is that fact or bullcrap? That's bullcrap. He's actually third. Yep. Hakeem Olajuwon first. Then Sam uh, Bowie. Sam Bowie, and uh, he averaged 11 points a game in his career. Jordan averaged just over 30, so I think Portland realized they made a boo-boo there. Uh, Oops. Oopsie. Got that one right, Shaw. All right. Factor bullcrap, Michael Jordan, the great the great one, right? The GOAT. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would dispute that. He was uh, the greatest of all time. 
He hit three home runs as a minor league baseball player. Is that fact or bull crap? Well, I know he played minor league baseball, I th- and he wasn't all that successful, but I think he was a little more successful than that. I'll say bull crap. Uh, three. A total of three. Played in 127 games for the White Sox AA yep. team in 1994. His batting average was only 202. He yep. had three home runs, 30 stolen bases, though. He had the quickness on the mm-hmm. on the base pads there, Shaw. Michael Jordan edition of Factor Bullcrap on the uh, 35th anniversary of his draft by the Chicago Bulls. He signed with Nike because they were his favorite shoes as a kid. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I'm going to say bullcrap. Money. Yeah, of course. (laughs) He wore Converse all the way through college, even though his favorite brand was Adidas. He actually went to Adidas after Nike made him an offer. They were not willing to ca- uh, cough up as Turned much money. Turned out to be a good marriage between the two, though. Yeah, Air Jordan uh, sell a few shoes. bazillions of dollars yeah. selling shoes. Fact to bullcrap, Michael Jordan edition on the anniversary of his draft by the Chicago Bulls. His full name is Michael Jeffrey Jordan, and his son's full name is Jeffrey Michael Jordan. Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Uh, I'm going to say bullcrap. Uh, is that right? Jeffrey played basketball for the University of Illinois and then Central Florida until 2012. Never made the NBA. Michael also has four other kids, Marcus, Jasmine, Isabel, and Victoria Shaw. Okay. You're uh, two for four here. Let's try and finish. Strong. All right. Back to bullcrap, Michael Jordan edition. He only wore two different jersey numbers over the course of his NBA career. Is that fact or bullcrap? Well, he retired and then came back and had a different number. He was 23, and then I think he was 12. But I think there was one day where he had to borrow somebody's jersey or something, so I'm going to say bullcrap. Look at you, Captain Smarty Pants. The correct answer is three. 23, of course, his most well-known number, Mm -hmm. and 45 for one season after he played baseball. But in 1990, his jersey was stolen out of the locker room before a game in Orlando. Mm -hmm. For for that one game, he wore number 12. Look at Shaw. You had the numbers flip-flop, but you had the information correct. Somebody pulled a Tom Brady on him. Yeah. Stole his jersey. Yeah. So he had to just uh, give me whatever you got. Nice job. Pick me out a winner, Bobby. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. The Summer Party Tip brought to you by the Flipside Pub and Grill. Summer Party Tip each and every Wednesday during the summer months brought to you. Party. By the Flipside Pub and Grill. The first day of summer is this Friday. It is. Even though uh, Memorial Day is typically what people think of as the beginning of summer. Or when school gets out, whatever. But it is actually technically this Friday. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking to hit the road and maybe go on a uh, road trip, go driving around, check out the sites, see the roadside attractions. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of roads out there for you to hit. And for some reason, Wisconsin makes the top 10 here. It does. They base it on a bunch of different metrics. Traffic gas prices, number of attractions, quality of the roads, the weather. And this year, North Carolina took down Wyoming to snag the top spot, by the way. (laughs) There's like nothing to see there. Well, in corners. And you got to go across it if you're going to get to all the other things. So three new states also made the top ten. Virginia, Oregon, and Wisconsin. As you mentioned, the top ten states to take a summer road trip are North Carolina, number one, Wyoming, Minnesota. Minnesota, not bad. Virginia, Texas, New York, Louisiana, Oregon, Utah, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin making the uh, top ten list. There. Rhode Island dead last. Yeah, not surprised. There's uh, what is it like forty miles wide? Why would you? It's really small. You just blink and blink and you miss it. Ten worst states to take a road trip. Okay. Rhode Island. Okay. Delaware. Oh yeah. Connecticut. All right. Hawaii. Yeah. Gotta, really? You, well, you got to get there, I suppose, and yeah, then but- rent a car. 
yeah, as opposed to driving, driving. Yeah, um, well, gas prices is another. Probably, I mean, these okay. are factors, right, metrics, yeah, yeah. right? I suppose when you factor everything in. Arkansas, Ooh. Indiana, Kansas, Mississippi, Alabama, and Montana. A lot of southern states. A lot of southern not, and a lot of east. Not a lot to see and not a lot of taking care of the roads maybe down uh, there. Yeah. Uh, and attractions maybe. Roads, you know, Road there might not be. Yeah. Miles in between things, but oh, hit the road. Oh, creepy gas station. Let's just pass that one. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So road trips, if you're looking to take one, plenty of availability out there. You can obviously Google Wisconsin road trips if you want to mm-hmm. find out more. But uh, top Minnesota, 10 states. Too. Yeah, Minnesota's in there. So is Wisconsin. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. I'm not sure if I were a drug dealer, I'd choose this pet to guard my supply. But a 35-year-old man in Alabama uh, and another man uh, lived together. And the other day, cops got a warrant to search their apartment for drugs. They found what they were looking for. They found the drugs. Yeah, the guys had meth, drug paraphernalia, ammo, body armor. But the strangest thing they found was an attack squirrel. Oh, those are the most deadly of the squirrels. Yes, the man had a pet squirrel and apparently regularly gave it meth to keep it aggressive. Good idea. Now, it's illegal oh to have a gosh. pet squirrel, although that's probably the least severe a charge these guys squirrel. are dealing with. Uh, as for the squirrel, deputies were rele- able to release it into the wild. Right? Is that a good you idea? You can't release it a meth squirrel into the wild? Get over its meth addiction on its own, apparently. Oh, oh man. You got to detox that, buddy. You, you can't, can't just let him, let him go. Out there. How is he supposed to get along with all the other squirrels? He can. He's going to be fiending for meth. He's going to be going into the porta potties at golf courses where looking, people do the, the shake and bakes. He's looking for... That's not fair. You can't Shaw. release him to the wild. I guess they figured oh, that was their best option. Forage for fun. He's not. You can't let the methed up squirrel loose. We have an attack squirrel on the loose that's high on meth. That sounds like a bad idea. That is sounds a, like a bad a, movie. That's an X-Men movie waiting to happen. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I'm dodging a crazy squirrel right now. So. It's so out of the ordinary. You know, it's kind of incredulous when you first see it. You know, you're like, somebody's got a squirrel, supposedly that's an attack squirrel, squirrel. And supposedly he's feeding it meth to keep it aggressive. <laughs> that's something in 18 years of law enforcement I've never seen. It's highly unusual. I can't say I'm surprised to hear that that guy has never seen that before in all his all years right. alone. What's this dude's name? Um, the one who got arrested? Mickey Polk. Junior? <laughs> Maybe. Come on. I just feel bad it's out there trying to do get squirrel healthy stuff? and it's all, yeah. Uh, that thing is going to bite somebody, and we're going to get a mutant, man. Yes. We're going to get a methed out squirrel mutant. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Yeah. This is, it's like the bath salt thing. When people start biting faces and stuff, this squirrel is going to attack people. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be pretty. Nope. Well, way to go, Alabama. You, you really are trying to get that hashtag Florida mantle. Really are. You either get it to help it needs, Shaw, or you just... You, put it you, down. You you yeah, put it down. Therapy, just put maybe, it down. Yeah. No, just put it down. Or sometimes it's a squirrel. It's a, There's it's plenty a, of them, all right? Yeah, but you can't just let it go. No, you don't let it go. Of course not. <laughs> it's an attack squirrel. Obviously. It's got all sorts of things wrong with it. It's an attack squirrel and it's high on meth. <laughs> let it go? Nothing about that sounds good. Nothing about that. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Redneck Shaw. Oh, gotta love him. Sometimes they are geniuses when it comes to... Sometimes. Pickup truck stuff. You know, the redneck pool. Which is a a good idea. Throw a tarp in the back of a pickup truck, Shaw. I've seen that happen, yeah. And uh, do some duct taping and then fill it with water. You got a portable uh, pool there, Shaw. You can take that wherever you go. Or the galvanized steel, like... 
cow troughs that yeah, they turn yeah. into pools. Sure. I like the uh, picnic table boat thing that they've done. The raft where like you you take uh, pontoons, you know, or barrels. Uh, oh, and yeah, you put yeah, them yeah. on a picnic table, and then you put a boat yeah. motor on there, and you float around. You know, and you got a nice little. I mean, if you got a nice little stream to put around on, Shaw, sure. you don't probably don't want to put that on the mess. But right. this summer, when they're experiencing some downtime, the Rednecks have uh, a reading list, a summer reading list, Shaw. <laughs> they do, do they? You got a reading list this summer? You no? Uh, no. Uh, but I know that's a thing. Okay, yeah. Some people put books on their summer reading list. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, top books on a Redneck summer reading list, Shaw. Okay. The Bridges of Hazard County. Sounds good. Are the Dukes in there? You bet they are. Of course they are. So are them Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. Got to get away from Roscoe P. Coltrane. I could read that. Roscoe, I could read that. <laughs> the Five People You Meet in Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Top books on a redneck summer reading list. All right. Are Cracker Barrels real popular in the South? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, the Hand Fishing Maid's Tale. <laughs> We go noodling. Noodling right. for catfish. I'm not putting my feet hand. Mm-mm. I don't want to put my arm inside of a catfish. The collected works of Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> You're done. Many volumes to that collection. Yeah. <laughs> Top books on a Rednecks summer reading list. Show a few more here. The Lord of the Onion Rings. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. I know. I'm an onion ring freak. If I see onion rings on a menu, I will choose those over fries 100% Any, all, all of the times. The time. 100% of the time, so husband, yeah. Top books on a redneck summer reading list. The Seven Habits of Highly Intoxicated People. I thought it was intelligent people. You thought wrong, yep. Scott Robert Shaw. I sure did. Never a Tale of Two Trailer Parks. <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. Again, this is a list of the uh, top books on a redneck summer reading list here on The Morning Sickness. A few more. The Time Traveler's Wife <laughs> is also his first cousin. Of course. The Call of the Wild. Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Calling my name. The Very Hungry Caterpillar Tractor. <laughs> Children of the Cornhole. <laughs> Last but not least, Shaw, the uh, number one book on a Redneck Summer reading list. Mm-hmm. Are you there, God? It's me, Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Teddy boy. Yeah. I'm serious, though. This pickup pool thing is. I know. I'll sit in one. I think it damages your shocks and your yeah, springs well, sure in the rear. You got to block them off or something sure. like that. I, because I thought about doing it at our party one year. I mean, our neighbors have a pool, obviously, so it, it's convenient. But mm-hmm. just for the sake of having some fun. But then I read about it and I said, it, yeah, I, I saw it can mind. really damage your. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, it looks like a thing. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Speaking of cops, did you see? There's a new. Cop in Los Angeles, Shaw? Uh, no. A RoboCop? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Here Shaw. it begins. <laughs> it's a ro- you are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. Come quietly or there will be trouble. <laughs> it's for real. It's a robot cop, Shaw, in Los Angeles. It's for real? And it's basically like a, a drone on the ground. A rum, Like the like vacuum... A- like it, it looks it looks like a butt plug. I got to be honest. It's like a cone. And it it looks like a cone. No, it just it, it drives around on the ground, and you know someone's going to beat this thing up. Some guy is going to take oh, a hatchet to this thing. I'm kicking that rope. And it's up. got cameras on it, and it's got internet, so it reports. It, it okay. It basically is you know like live streams back live to stream the back department. to the police department and lets them know if there's crimes happening, so they can find out more okay. data about it. But yeah, it's very 
It's it's got kick me written all over, man. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, Google it. Do yourself a favor. It's actually pretty funny. There's a new Robo RoboCop out there in Los Angeles just driving around filming people. I'm sure somebody <laughs> with a problem with that is going to take, a, again, a hatchet or an axe to that thing. Dead or alive, <laughs> you are coming with me. Yeah, we Robo-Cop. saw how that worked. <laughs> OCP. Robocop didn't work out. So Doesn't well. look very threatening, really. Yeah, it's gonna have to be. Yeah, no, it just looks like a looks like a cone. Yeah, like a big, you know. Which I guess is this uh, is the start, though. You have to start right. somewhere before you have a full size man robot. But no, I mean, I suppose if you're gonna have a Robocop, you want it to be as uh, unthreatening, or is that even a word? Non-threatening, non-threatening as possible, mm-hmm. right? You want it to look like it's. You can know. it follow commands? I mean, can they remotely say no, I think head north and follow that guy? Or I, Maybe. I don't know if they can type in something back at the station and the thing just does whatever they tell it to do. Someone's going to hack this thing. It's going to go and order a bunch of hamburgers at a drive-thru or something. You know, this has got bad written all over it. People are just looking for a, a reason. It's to just going to monitor public areas. That's oh, yeah. what it's going to do. Yeah. Well, don't they just have cameras up on light poles like we do here in I'm town? I'm sure they do that, too. Isn't that enough? Why has this sure. thing got to be roaming around scaring people? Looking in people's windows. Are you committing a crime in there? <laughs> this is where I recycle my cans. Does it go inside here? <laughs> Plastic? Is what if there's a cat in a tree? Is that thing going to help? Is it like... It just reports back. Your move, creep. Ooh. i buy that for a dollar shot. <laughs> Robocop. Out in L.A. Good luck. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Yeah. That thing's going to grow arms and start killing people. <laughs> you watch. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. He might be walking to the ring, but you won't see him. He's John Cena. Oh, he's everywhere. He is everywhere. He was at a baseball game the other day. I'm sure you've seen it, Gene. Maybe you didn't read the whole story, though. Pretty cool story about uh, John Cena and a uh, left-handed pitcher who pitched against the Brewers the other day. All right. One of their three losses against the Padres this past week. Friggin' Sports brought to you by Fred's Break and Alignment on the north side of town. Logan Allen, left-hand pitching prospect, traded to the Padres in 2015 in the Craig Kimball trade, who went to the Red Sox, helped him win the World Series last year. Logan Allen allowed three hits, two walks, no runs, over seven innings. His team beat the Brewer crew on Tuesday night by a 4-1 to score. He even got himself his first hit of the season. National League pitcher's hit. Had the help of his uh, teammates' defense behind him, his parents, his family in the stands, and so was John Cena. And they kept showing him during the game because it was kind of a unique situation with Logan Allen and John Cena. Why would John Cena be there wearing this guy's jersey? How did they get to know each other? They're not like childhood friends. Right, some random baseball player and John Cena. Apparently, Allen and John Cena met in 2018 by chance at a restaurant in Tampa. I guess uh, Alan was there with some friends, and John Cena was, was there, there as with- well. And John Cena offered for him to come to their ta- his table afterwards, and also paid for his check. Didn't he John Cena might be the nicest is- guy of all time? I mean, he might be. I don't know, but um, so they started talking, you know, and discussing some things and whatever. And Alan, obviously, you know, yeah, I'm a you know pitching prospect, and you know, I'm trying to make the big leagues and this and that. Cena made a bet with him. 
This is where it all comes together. Okay, I'm with you. So, so at this at this ha- happenstance meeting that John Cena and Logan Allen had, ago, number of years uh, ago, it was I think it was only last year, 2018. Okay. But he made a bet with him. If Allen made the major leagues, Cena would owe him a signed dollar bill, signed by John Cena. Got it. If not, Allen would have to provide the autograph dollar for John Cena. Okay. The one dollar bet became a source of motivation for Allen. Although the lefty was a legitimate prospect. Boston drafted him in the eighth round back in uh, 2015, signed him for $725,000, so he had some change. Uh, he still wasn't a sure thing to make the bigs, right? He may, you know, he, yeah, he's just a prospect. Uh, Cena checked in, followed the pitcher's progress all the way to yesterday when Allen took the one, uh, the toughest lineups, which, of course, is uh, the Brew Crew, uh, you know, Moustakis and Yelich and Braun. Uh, took him down, beat him 4-1 to one on Tuesday, and uh, there was and John Cena with his, sign, with his signed dollar bill wearing his Logan Allen jersey. Pretty cool moment for for that kid, man. Not only making the big leagues and having a hell of a first performance. Yeah, but there's but, a connection. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's very cool. Deadspin did a pretty good write-up on that if you want to go to deadspin.com and read the whole story. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Drums, please. It is officially the first day of summer, Shaw. Yep. Summer solstice, the longest day of the year. Shaw, what's your margarita recipe? Two and a half, one and a half, three and a half, right? Uh, yeah. Tell us again. Uh, three and a half shots of tequila, two and a half shots of Cointreau, or triple sec, one and a half shots of Rose's lime juice. Shaken. Over ice, lots of ice. Salty, Salty rim. rim. Salty yeah. rim, Shaw. The top fun facts about summer, Shaw. What do you know about summer? <laughs> it's the best time of the year. Yes, I love summer. It's just too darn short. I used to think I, I think June might be my favorite now. I just, I, I used to think it was October, which I also love. And then it was August for a while. But I think it might be June. Mm-hmm. Everything's in bloom. That's true. It's just, it's the beginning of summer. I like June because Corey Moran's wearing a sleeveless shirt. You see those guns. And a skirt. Tickets to the gun show. You brought up the skirt, not me. I'm trying to keep it above the Clothes board are easy. Shaw, I can put we have an HR department now. I can't be messing around with these skirt comments. All the family's laundry in one yeah, load Yeah, that's true. A lot, less, uh, layers. lot smaller. Fewer layers. Now Gene's talking about loads. I don't know what the hell's going on. All right, fun facts about summer, Shaw. Okay. What do you know? Hit me. The Eiffel Tower is bigger in the summer than it is in the winter, so it's basically a guy. <laughs> you know, you get summer wiener, right? Have you heard about this phenomenon? I yes, just... I did. Okay. Summer penis is a thing. Google it. Be, don't do the image one. Do the news one. Okay. On the top of the Google search. Don't do the image. Yeah, might, you it's might not. truth. Hashtag exists, Shaw. Fun facts about Summer Shaw. It's when the biggest movies of the year come out. Yes. Also, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> not one of the biggest movies. <laughs> do, Toy Story That's 4 funny. is going to rake this yeah. weekend. They're saying over $200 million, especially with the weather here, at least in Wisconsin, with rain and storms. Uh, it's hotter than spring, but nowhere near as hot as the girl throwing the javelin in that clickbait mm. ad. <laughs> yeah. They have that picture of her from like 10 years right. ago. Allison Stoke is her name. She's looks good in shorts. Mm-hmm. Fun facts about summer. It lasts for three months, much like Avengers Endgame, <laughs> which is also going to be in theaters this weekend. Yeah, extended. Yeah, six minutes extra footage. Yeah, I already saw it. I already saw paid it my nine bucks. Hours yeah. Good. Uh, if you're spending it in school, hello there, dummy. <laughs> Fun facts about summer. That's not the case anymore, though, right? Yeah. Summer school, like people do it to get ahead, or right, right, right. as opposed not to just for staying. people who are behind. That's Correct. People who miss a lot of school. Right. Fun facts about summer, Shaw. It's when men suddenly decide that cooking is for dudes. dudes. That's right. Gotta go man the grill. That's right, Shaw. I don't feel like I can't man the grill in the spring or the fall or the winter either, right? No, no I grill you around. Yeah. 
Many families choose this time to take vacations in an effort to vastly increase their stress levels and ultimately shorten their lives. <laughs> yeah, it right, Jean. Going to California in the summertime. I am looking forward to it, though. Sure you are. Sure you are. I am. Sure you are. (laughs) If you're a basic white chick, you're legally required to refer to summer as rosé season. (laughs) Hey, yas queen. Is it good? It was good. Which one is rosé? Is that the pink stuff? Yes. Kind of sweet. (laughs) No, thanks. You pass on that. The word summer comes from an old English word that means, damn it, how am I going to occupy these kids for the next three months? <laughs> When's school start again? I, not soon enough, right, They Shaw? do go through a lot of food, Shaw. Oh, I will boy. say that. I remember those days. July was named after Julius Caesar, who conquered much of the world with his hot and ready pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Different Caesar, I think. No? Pizza, pizza? Uh, a couple more of the fun facts about summer. Days are much longer in June, especially if you take away your kid's iPad. Mm, That's a long day. I love the summer and the summer nights, Shaw. That's why Mm -hmm. I think June is my new favorite. Well, you got to deal with uh, the gnats, though. They're pretty bad right now, Shaw. Yeah, the buggins. Get the buggins. The fire pit. You said it works, huh? It's a a game changer, the buggins. Last but not least, Shaw, fun facts about summer. The giant multi-person float with drink holders and a built-in cooler that you spent 250 Uh bucks on. We'll have a slow leak by July 2nd. Oh, man. Yeah, but you got a good month out of it, Shaw. Right. First day of summer today, we're looking at partly sunny uh, 77, and that chance, we said rain likely, now it's just a chance. Is that correct tonight? Uh, we're going to stay dry during the day today. There's a slight chance of showers after 5 o'clock tonight. Slight we're chance, get wet tonight, though. huh, Shaw? Yeah, about a 50-50 chance of getting wet tonight. Yeah, 50 chance of 50-50 chance of rain tomorrow, possibly a thunderstorm as well. Some uh, myths about summer, Shaw, some yeah. actual myths, right? You can catch a cold from an air conditioner. Right, if you uh, like me, too close to it. Well, if you like me, you like it ice cold, right? Right. So I would prefer to sleep in forty degree temperatures, um, and that's an old wives' tale, essentially. Uh Uh, At at least not from the temperature, but uh, there is some evidence that running the AC constantly could dry out your nasal passages, Mm -hmm. make it slightly easier for viruses to enter your body. Uh, Another myth about summertime: any drink will rehydrate you on a hot day. No, not true. Drinks with a hot bunch of sugar or alcohol can obviously dehydrate you. Beer aren't uh, good for rehydration purposes. Water, Gatorade, Mm -hmm. electrolytes, those kind of things. Tea, Uh, tea, iced tea. Oh, all right. Hot tea. Who drinks hot tea? Not hot tea. Uh, you can't get a sunburn on a cloudy day. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Clouds don't block the UV, uh, UV rays, so sure you can, can still get burned. Yep. Trust me, this is a ginger talking. I, I, I can I get burned at nighttime <laughs> if the moon's right. <laughs> Eating garlic will keep mosquitoes away. Never heard that. Yeah, I haven't either. And That's it's not true. Myth. Garlic yeah. and other gimmicks like essential oils, ultrasonic devices, and smartphone apps. Have what? Little, an app? Yeah, apparently. Okay. Little of any scientific evidence showing they'll protect you. Stick uh, with bug sprays containing DEET or picaridin. Close enough. Peak ridden to avoid mosquitoes. And uh, number five, a dip in the pool can double as a shower, Shaw. That's another myth about summertime. Mm. That one, I believe. I don't care. Yeah. You put enough chlorine in there, you're good. Yep. You're good. But they do say pools are usually full of bacteria because mm. all the people in the skin. That counts. It counts. It counts. A sprinkler count. If your eyes are burning shower. when you get out of the pool because <laughs> of all the chlorine, then it, that, that counted. Count. That right. counted. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.